The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Born to be Breastfed with your host, Marie Biancuso. Our program aims to help you bust through the breastfeeding myths and ensure you and your baby enjoy the breastfeeding journey. Over the next hour, we'll help you figure out how to overcome the obstacles you might encounter and how to incorporate breastfeeding into your busy life. Now, here is your host, Marie Biancuso. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Born to be Breastfed. I'm your host, Marie Biancuto. Thank you so much for joining me today. We have a very different show coming up today. If you ever try to get through an airport or stay at a hotel, if you're a lactating mother, have you really tried to see how this really goes? Maybe you even thought that you were all prepared for the trip through the airport to the hotel, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe you thought you did your due diligence with doing your homework ahead of time, but maybe you're going to learn that it isn't always as simple as you might have expected. I'd like you to listen today as we have four guests who will be joining us. I'll be talking with Jeremy Blackman and his wife, Nina, who were, in fact, travelers. And I'll also be talking with Jean Richards and Sasha Mayer, who are in the airport in Vermont, and have actually had a much better alternative to the kinds of experience that Jeremy and his wife, Nina, experienced. So let me back up for just a moment and welcome everyone to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Jeremy and Nina, I'd like to start with you, if we could, please. I was very intrigued by how I read your online blog, and you described your experience at the LaGuardia Airport. Now, let me just say that I'm especially interested in this bit about LaGuardia because I'm going to be giving my comprehensive lactation course just outside of LaGuardia in September. So, um, Jeremy, I was really intrigued when you said your wife attempted to pump her milk, and as you told the story, apparently Nina asked, are you sure no one can see me? And he replied, no, I'm pretty sure everyone can see you. And I read this thing several, several times. I could barely believe my believe what I was reading, my eyes. But let's start at the beginning. First of all, before you even went to the airport, it seems to me that you tried to prevent any possible problems with actually finding a place to pump or or problems with the airport folks giving you a hard time. So what did you do to get prepared for this experience? Can uh, either Jeremy or Nina, can you describe that? Yeah, I can, I can describe it. I mean, I was, I was nervous about traveling because we had never taken a baby on a plane before. And so I called uh, JetBlue, which was the airline first. And I asked them where I would be able to pump. And they said they didn't have a lounge, but that I should call the airports that we were going to. And so I looked up the number for LaGuardia, and I called them. And the person I spoke to 
seemed very knowledgeable and said that there was a private room with a lock that I would be able to use and that uh, she said, you know, the, there was no label on the door, but that the cleaning lady would know where it was. And so I expected that there would be a place. And this um, so wouldn't sound surprised. incredible. I'm sorry? This woman that you talked to sounded knowledgeable, credible. Yeah. You had no reason to doubt but what, what she was telling you would be the, the case. Yeah, no, it sounded it sounded like other people had had this issue before, and she sounded like she knew what she was talking about. Uh-huh. Did you take down her name? No, I didn't. Oh, darn. <laughs> yeah. But you did come with all the phone numbers. I remember we were mm-hmm. we were walking around the airport. Nina had taken down a bunch of phone numbers, TSA and uh, and um, the airport phone number. And uh, we had really done all of the work we thought we had to do. We were feeling pretty good about the fact that we thought there was going to be a place there. And then when there wasn't a place, we were very surprised. I'm just astonished because I can imagine myself, you know, as silly as this sounds, I one time called the airport about whether or not I could take knitting needles. And mm-hmm. having gotten a response that I thought sounded knowledgeable, credible, I thought, okay, you know, I'm good to go. And I'm thinking how much more stressful it would be with the situation that you described because not only did you have your seven-month-old son with you, it, mm-hmm. we had the pump along, Right. Right. So when you got there, it wasn't at all as you had expected. Apparently, there was no room. There was no room with a lock. Tell us how this went down. Yeah. So, I mean, one thing that um, I just wanted to mention was that I had also called TSA before the trip to ask them what the protocol was with the milk because I wanted to make Uh sure we would be. My concern was that I was bringing a lot of bottles, empty bottles, to be pumping into, and I didn't want them to give me a hard time that I had all these containers. Um, you know, some of which wouldn't have milk in them already. And so they, they were very helpful and said, again, they were helpful on the phone and then in person not so much, but, um, you know, saying, like, this wouldn't be a problem. And they gave me a number to call in case of anyone giving me a problem. Uh, but when we arrived at the um, TSA security area, they told me that we had to put all of the milk bottles through the, the scanning equipment and that they were going to test them with these test strips and this whole thing that no one had told me about on the phone. So I was very shocked that they were going to be handling my bottles, which I try to keep very clean and sterile. Yes. So, and they told you they were going to do that, but then did they actually do it or were you able to talk them out of it? No, they actually did it. They they had to stand there for about 20 minutes and they went through all of my milk bottles. (laughs) This begs, I think, another question. You said that you showed up at the airport early. How much... How many hours ahead of your flight did you show up at the airport? Um, at, least, at least two hours early. I think uh-huh. we were closer to three hours early. For this yeah. domestic flight uh, to Orlando, we were really trying to make sure we had plenty of time. And, yeah. and it ended up time wasn't really the issue. Um, after we got well, through security, the, we, thought, yeah. we mm-hmm. thought after we got through security, that was... The big hurdle, and then it turned out that finding a place Nina could pump, because our baby, um, he was premature, and so um, uh, so he has exclusively pumped milk. He isn't able to um, uh, um, breastfeed, and so we were really concerned. Okay. 
Okay, so this is, first of all, this is important for any child, but it's even more so important for your child. It's not as though your baby is two years old and has plenty of other food available. So so when you got there, uh, you went through security, and it was not to your liking, but somehow you got yourself on the other side of the security, and the plan was to pump after security. Right, Nina? Right. Yes. Okay, so tell us about what really happened when you tried to find this room with the with the room with the lock. Yeah, so we really searched through the hallway. It wasn't the hugest uh, hallway where our gate was, and so it was pretty obvious in a short amount of time that there was no such room. We really um, knocked on every door that was unmarked, and we asked everyone who was, you know, kind of an official airport person to ask, and I found the cleaning lady, and I asked her, and I said, they told me that you would know where this room was, and she said, I don't know what you're talking about. There is no such room. And she told me that I had to pump in the ladies' room, which was actually a very small, like, you know, public area to pump in. Um, You know, some of these airport bathrooms are very spacious and have big counters. This one did not. It was a very, very narrow area where people would be waiting for the bathroom stalls, and that's where she was advising me to pump. And not to mention the temperature in there was, like, 90 degrees. It was really unpleasant. So... So that was my only option to pump, you know, in front of everyone waiting for the bathroom or or not to pump at all. But as I recall the st- story, you ended up pumping in this little hallway balancing yeah. the uh, pump on a wheelchair. Am I right? Yeah. So, so I ended up deciding that that was better than being in this very uncomfortable bathroom because, um, not to mention, I, you know, I tried to keep my pump clean and I felt like this bathroom was anything but, and so I didn't want to be putting my things down there. And so we found this kind of, um, little alcove off of the hallway, which was still exposed. It was still the hallway, but it was a little alcove where they kept the wheelchairs. Uh And so I, so I put the pump on a wheelchair and I, and I pumped there hoping that, you know, people wouldn't be looking at me when I'm, you know, facing the wall. Right, I was standing probably probably a foot and a half, two feet behind when Nina was pumping, and um, at one hand I had on the stroller wheeling our baby back and forth, keeping him quiet. Quiet. And with the other yep. hand, I was sort of reaching out to try and create, to try and block as much of the view as I could. But anyone who happened to turn in that direction while they were walking past, they would see that something was going on. I'm not <laughs> sure that they would see exactly that. I don't think they were. Because she was facing the wall, I'm not sure what they thought would was um, happening, but but certainly it looked like something was going on, and I was concerned that the security person was going to think we were doing something and they were uh, going to stop us. Right. Yes, you were thinking that they were going to accuse you, or at least think that you were doing something really terrible. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Nina, I'm trying for all the life of me. As a nurse, I have certainly seen women have difficulty for any number of reasons with achieving a letdown, and it's not easy to let down to the pump in the first place, but I'm just trying to imagine how stressful this felt, and did you have difficulty having a letdown? I mean, this is not exactly like tying your shoes, you know? Yeah, it it wasn't easy. I was grateful to have any any milk to give him, and also just, I didn't want to have so many hours in between in between pumping for my own right. comfort. 
And I'm also guessing that because you thought that you had the room, the room that was designated, the room that was designated that would have a, a lock on it and all, I'm guessing mm-hmm. that you didn't come with any sort of little shawl or cover-up or anything like that. Um, well, I I did have a cover-up, but I felt like because we, we ended up being very pressed for time in the end when we found this alcove. And, oh, right. so, I, and so I really just wanted to try to get as much... Um, you know, pump as much as I could before we had to board the flight. And so I, I didn't feel like I could put it on and, and comfortably uh, pump because I, just the, the mechanics of I was standing, the, you know, pumping the wheelchair, like it wasn't Ugh. conducive to my really covering up. I just put a cardigan sweater over my shoulders. <laughs> Well, and see, this is part of what I'd like to get at here is that this is not just a simple matter. It's a matter of you're standing up. You might be wearing heels. The wheelchair is probably moving. I Mm -hmm. I just cannot imagine this situation of actually trying to accomplish a pumping, and yet you knew very well that you needed to relieve yourself. I I cannot imagine how very difficult that must be. Everybody, don't go away. I'm Marie Biancuso with Born to be Breastfed. I am here today with Jeremy Blackman and his wife, Nina, who were in first LaGuardia Airport and had really thought that they had done their homework with making sure that everything was all set so that Nina could pump in the airport in a private space, found no such private space. And when we come back from the break, we'll come back and talk with Jeremy and Nina about what they found when they were in Orlando, not only in the airport, but in the hotel as well. So don't go away. We'll be right back after this short break. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Breastfeeding Outlook, owned and operated by Marie Biancuso, is America's premier provider of breastfeeding education. If you're a nurse, lactation consultant, dietitian, midwife, physician, doula, or other professional, Breastfeeding Outlook is your source for SERPs, nursing contact hours, and CEUs to meet your certification or licensure requirements in all 50 states. Join Marie at a seminar in one of many U.S. cities or learn online. Marie has helped thousands to pass the IBLCE exam on the first try, and she can help you too. Call to find out how to get an easy payment plan for Marie's IBLCE exam prep course. And if your hospital is seeking the baby-friendly hospital designation, we can help you with that too through expert training and value-based consultation. We have a variety of packages to meet your needs without breaking your budget. Sign up for a live or online course or inquire about training today. Please visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Evidence for your practice starts here. Visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Do you enjoy listening to Marie Biancuso? Do you think your staff would enjoy listening to Marie? 
As the past president of Baby Friendly USA, Marie currently offers baby-friendly training programs, online only, live only, or a combination of live and online education. If you are tired of listening to a boring lecture in a dark room, watching bullet point slides with a brief chance for questions at the end, come and enjoy a truly interactive learning online or live program with Marie. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894 to find an option that works for your staff. New Angel manufactures environmentally friendly and hypoallergenic cotton products for breastfeeding mothers and their new angels. Feel the difference. Soft, absorbent, and breathable. Patented, patent-pending, and award-winning products designed by a certified lactation consultant. Look for New Angel biodegradable, disposable, and cotton washable nursing pads, natural cotton products, and other unique items. Made by mothers for mothers in the USA. By N-U-A-N-G-E-L for your new angel at www.newangel.com and www.amazon.com. Breastfeeding moms rely on the use of a breast pump for those times they are away from their little one. The most important aspect of pumping is having the correct flange. That's the part that comes in contact with mom. Only Pump and Pal offers a pump flange engineered to be more comfortable and more effective. That means more milk in less time. This revolutionary design can also reduce a mom's chance of getting plugged ducts, mastitis, or even tissue damage. Get a complete set of all sizes of Super Shield flanges and other pumping accessories at pumpandpal.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso with Born to be Breastfed. We have with us today Jeremy Blackman and his wife Nina talking about their experiences in airports, starting out with uh, LaGuardia, which is one of the New York City airports. And so I'm interested, you talked to us so much about how you thought you had done all of your homework to prevent the kinds of problems that you encountered. If you had it to do over again, what more would you have done or what would you have done differently or is there anything you could have done? I think looking into more portable pump options is something I would do differently. I consulted with friends of mine who have done business travel with their pumps and some of them recommended other kinds of pumps um, which might have worked better in in a narrow space and maybe even on the airplane. I was trying to avoid pumping on the airplane um, but I think that that might be a better option. Yes. Jeremy, you know, given, given that you have your own seat. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Jeremy, you seem like the father with the mostest here. Bless your little heart. Is there anything <laughs> that you would have done differently? Um, I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, this was really an experience that, it really made me realize what Nina has gone through pumping because obviously I see her pumping. She pumps um, um, seven times a day, and I 
and I see that going on all day. But I, since I'm not with her when she's at um, um, work and she's pumping, and and I'm not seeing the struggle beyond just 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 um, 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 where we live, pumping on the couch. Yes. I didn't realize what an ordeal this can be until we were there in the airport, and I realized, oh, oh gosh, when there's not a couch and an outlet and a and a, and a table and a and our sink and our bottle brush and all the different parts of it, when there's not a really easy place to deal with all of this stuff, this is right. really impossible. And so, and so the entire experience made me realize that I, that I wasn't fully appreciating all of the sacrifices that she makes while she does this. And because there's nothing I have to do that's, that's anywhere similar. I just have to hold the baby and feed the baby right. with a bottle, but I don't, I don't have to actually connect equipment to myself. Well, I am just astonished at both of you, how you were able to prepare for it, how you were able to cope with the unknown, and the fact that you just said you didn't have all of your creature comforts that are really more than creature comforts. They're just the small things that you take for granted, something as simple as a bottle brush, for example, but you just don't have that. But it sounds like it was more than just the problem at LaGuardia. What happened when you landed in Orlando? Presumably, Nina, you were pumping when you got to the other airport, because I'm thinking that's got to be, I, I don't know, it's been a while since I've done it, but it's a two and a half or three hour flight, would you say? Yeah, well, because of the negative experience at LaGuardia, I gave up on trying to pump at the Orlando airport, and I decided to just be uncomfortable and wait until we got to the hotel. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> you had to be very, very uncomfortable, because I know by the time that you deplane, you get the rental car, you get to the hotel, and so yeah. forth and so on. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. It was just too much to, to deal with, because we got in around uh, 9.30 or 10 o'clock to Orlando, so I didn't want to, you know, keep the baby yeah. up longer either. But, Jeremy, in your blog, you mentioned the Orlando airport, so apparently you've had a previous experience with what the Orlando airport? No, no, on the way so back. on the way back. Oh, yeah. on the way back. I got it, I got it. So, so tell us, I know I'm getting this a little bit out of uh, chronological mm -hmm. order here. Tell us mm -hmm. what your experience was with pumping at the Orlando airport. Yeah, so when I had called the Orlando airport before the trip, they, they told me that I would have to use the family restroom, so I was expecting that that would be the accommodation, <laughs> and uh, I couldn't find the family restroom, and so I asked the um, Delta, or I'm sorry, it was uh, JetBlue, I asked the ticket agent, you know, to tell me where, where I could pump, and she had to ask around because she didn't know, and finally, you know, she told me, to go down the long hallway to the family restroom, which we found, and fortunately it was not occupied um, because we didn't have to occupy it for about twenty minutes uh, for me to for me to pump there. Yeah, in the family restroom, which I mean, we were expecting it not to be terrifically clean. We ended up placing paper towel over every surface. We ended up oh. really. There wasn't the outlet was uh, the outlet right by the sink, and so we had to be very careful not. Um, uh, um, not to get the pump wet, but it ended up working. We just felt bad that there was a family waiting outside to use the family restroom. I don't know for um, uh, for I imagine quite a few minutes because um, um, we were in there for mm -hmm. um, uh, quite a while, and, and there only seemed to be one family restroom. Um, but overall, at least that was what 
we were expecting when after we had called the airport. We knew that's that's where it was going to be. But nonetheless, that's very stressful to know that you're in there, you have a right to be there, but you're feeling badly that there's another family that also has a right to be there, and you're kind of feeling like you're hogging the spot. And yeah. quite honestly, there needs to be more than one spot. I'm also thinking about the fact that now you've got, a, it sounds like a little privacy. I can't say that I've been in one of those family restrooms, but it sounds well, like truly, you're in there and nobody else is seeing you, right? It's like the handicapped restroom is what it is. So it's just a oh, large okay. one room. Yeah. But then it's kind of not the... Uh, it's not the privacy issues so much as it's the comfort and the practical issues. Where are you going to plug it in? Is it going to fall down? Where are you going to put the bottles? Is the surface clean enough to put the... Oh, yikes. Uh, I I just... Oh, my. This has got to be really, really hard. But it also seems that you had an interesting episode at the hotel. Mm -hmm. So apparently, as I understand it, you had wanted to pump before you left the hotel, but the hotel people couldn't find a spot for you, but you did have to get out of your room. So how how did this work? Yeah, so this was a large conference hotel, and we had told them, you know, when we basically when we checked in that we were going to need a late checkout so that I could pump, and they said they couldn't guarantee that the room would be available for us to do a late checkout. So we said, okay, that's fine. And they said, you know, they would they would have a room for me to pump in if that's what it came to. And so we fully expected that. They said they had a specific pumping um, room, in fact. We asked Mm -hmm. the day before our checkout, and and, um, uh, they assured us they had a specific pumping room. This was a problem they had dealt with before. But then we showed up 24 hours later asking about the room, and the same person suddenly couldn't find the room. Yeah, he spent probably wow. 15 minutes talking to his co-agents behind the desk, and they ultimately said that there is no such room. He insisted that there was a room in the past, but, but apparently there was no longer a room. And then we were escorted to, the, to, um, uh, to one of the main restrooms um, and expected just to pump there. But it was the same restroom where people from this conference um, that my wife was attending, they'd be using it going in and out, and the idea of, of her colleagues walking in while she's pumping, and again, it was, it was a restroom, so it was just near the sink, and right. that situation right. didn't, didn't feel very private. No, I'm, I'm sure it didn't yeah. feel very private, and then you have still got all of those issues of pug- plugging in the pump when you don't have the outlet, the water mm-hmm. issues, the cleanliness issues, and oh, right. me. So so what happened when you finally spotted, as I understood it, this room that appeared to be like an empty conference room? I know what those yeah. are. Could you yeah. talk so, your way I mean, into that? No, yeah, there was no conference scheduled for this room that we happened to be standing outside of when I was the woman who escorted us to the restroom, we were standing outside of this conference room, and I said, well, why can't I use this room? And she said, I can't allow you to use that room. And I said, well, what if I walk in there after you walk away? (laughs) And she just repeated, I can't allow you to use that room. And so I said, okay. And so I waited for her to walk down the hall, and we walked into that room and closed the door. Okay, I'm trying real hard to understand this because I've seen people slip into conference rooms that are empty. I've done it myself. Mm-hmm. Well, what was her rationale for why she couldn't let you in there? 
I think that she knew we were going to go in once we started asking, and I think that she felt like, as an employee of the hotel, she couldn't sanction this, and she just wanted to repeat that a few times, and uh, then she walked away. Um, but the, but she wasn't. It just felt like we were fighting with them for no particular reason. We were reason. in the hotel. They had told us there was a place to pump. It's a hotel yeah. full of private rooms since it's a hotel, and. We just couldn't believe that they that they wouldn't be a little bit more accommodating, even just to say, "Okay, use the conference room. Here's how to lock the door." Uh, we apologize; there isn't a better space. Um, yes. So we, so we ended up sneaking into the conference room, and in fact, the door lock didn't work. And a couple of times, we um, heard the the um, uh, um, door handle start to move, and we oh. were worried that someone was going to be barging in. And I guess Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think now, what would have happened if Jeremy would have said, I need a quiet place to read a book or I need a quiet place to make a private telephone call or some such thing, then it seems to me like that somehow might have been a different situation. But to just tell a woman, well, you can't go there, you can't go there as an employee of the the hotel, I can't. It's like, this is stupid. I, I just and you're right. They yeah. should have at least apologized to you that they didn't have a better space. It sounds to me like she gave you the wink, wink, and the nod, nod. Right, right. right. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and it's I, I was surprised they didn't even just offer us an unclean hotel room that, you know, I could just use the surface to put the pump on. I don't right. care if the sheets are clean, you know. <laughs> Oh, this is just an amazing story, and I really give both of you a lot of credit for just hanging in there and being your own best advocates. Uh, It's just amazing. Everyone, we're talking with two wonderful parents who are committed to breastfeeding, Jeremy Blackman and his wife, Nina. And on the other side of the break, we're going to be talking with Jean Richards, the Director of Aviation at the Burlington International Airport, and Sasha Meyer, the creator of the Mama. And they're going to show you how the experience can be much different. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this short break. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Breastfeeding Outlook, owned and operated by Marie Biancuso, is America's premier provider of breastfeeding education. If you're a nurse, lactation consultant, dietitian, midwife, physician, doula, or other professional, Breastfeeding Outlook is your source for SERPs, nursing contact hours, and CEUs to meet your certification or licensure requirements in all 50 states. Join Marie at a seminar in one of many U.S. cities or learn online. Marie has helped thousands to pass the IBLCE exam on the first try, and she can help you too. Call to find out how to get an easy payment plan for Marie's IBLCE exam prep course. And if your hospital is seeking the baby-friendly hospital designation, we can help you with that too through expert training and value-based consultation. We have a variety of packages to meet your needs without breaking your budget. Sign up for a live or online course or inquire about training today. Please visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. 
evidence for your practice starts here. Visit breastfeedingoutlook.com or call us at 703-787-9894. Do you enjoy listening to Marie Biancuzo? Do you think your staff would enjoy listening to Marie? As the past president of Baby Friendly USA, Marie currently offers baby-friendly training programs, online only, live only, or a combination of live and online education. If you are tired of listening to a boring lecture in a dark room, watching bullet point slides with a brief chance for questions at the end, come and enjoy a truly interactive learning online or live program with Marie. Call Marie today at 703-787-9894 to find an option that works for your staff. New Angel manufactures environmentally friendly and hypoallergenic cotton products for breastfeeding mothers and their new angels. Feel the difference. Soft, absorbent, and breathable. Patented, patent-pending, and award-winning products designed by a certified lactation consultant. Look for New Angel biodegradable, disposable, and cotton washable nursing pads, natural cotton products, and other unique items. Made by mothers for mothers in the USA. By N-U-A-N-G-E-L for your new angel at www.newangel.com and www.amazon.com. Breastfeeding moms rely on the use of a breast pump for those times they are away from their little one. The most important aspect of pumping is having the correct flange. That's the part that comes in contact with mom. Only Pump and Pal offers a pump flange engineered to be more comfortable and more effective. That means more milk in less time. This revolutionary design can also reduce a mom's chance of getting plugged ducts, mastitis, or even tissue damage. Get a complete set of all sizes of Super Shield flanges and other pumping accessories at PumpandPal.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuto, your host for Born to be Breastfed. You've just heard from Jeremy and his wife, Nina Blackman, about their experience trying to do just some basic pumping in an airport. And their two experiences that they related were in Orlando and in LaGuardia. But it's very, very different at the Burlington International Airport the airport that was the first one, the first airport in the U.S. And by the way, uh, there are several in the U.S. now that have followed their good example. I'll talk to you about those maybe in the last segment. But um, we would like to hear from Jean Richards, who is the director of aviation there, and also Sasha Mayer. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming to talk with us. Thanks Thank for having you. us. I'm very interested in your project, and maybe, Jean, maybe you can start us out. What was the impetus or the motivation for building what seems to me like a lactation station? Is is that your generic term for it? 
Or mother's room, yes, either or. Um, but mother's really, what, it, it started off with the idea came from uh, Sasha. She came to us with it. And uh, the airport, uh, they loved the idea, and we said we'd go ahead with it. It made a lot of sense. Okay. Had you had, because by the way, in preparing for this uh, show, I found all sorts of complaints all over the internet about women who had had terrible experiences with pumping or lack thereof in the airport. Had you had uh, complaints or was this just Sasha's smart idea to head off any complaints? Well, Sasha's idea was amazing. Uh, but, uh, we absolutely did have uh, some concerns you know, of people looking for a good spot. For you know, we certainly encourage moms that feel comfortable to pump in public to do so. But for, there were a fair amount of folks that did want to uh, have uh, you know, something private, some some place special to do that. And uh, when yes. Sasha's idea came up, we wanted to make sure to uh, you know to entertain it and uh, listen to it, and we did. Oh, how excellent. Sasha, tell us what your idea was. Yeah, well, you know, Jeremy and, and Nina's story is just so familiar. It's happening, oh. you know, thousands of times a day all over. And I was a working traveling mom, and frankly, I, I um, pumped through in, re- in restrooms for two kids as I did that and breast them when I was with them, lucky enough to be with them. But, you know, it's such a pain point for traveling moms, but just moms who need to work away from their babies. So um, this came up um, when my daughter was uh, a baby. It was that now eight years ago. So it's, it's taken us a while to get it off the ground. Um, yep. Basically... It just seems, I work for a design studio, and it just seems, hey, there's a simple solution. Just create you know, a modular uh, lactation pod or a lactation station. You can plop down, plug it in, and moms can go in there and um, have some privacy if they have a distracted baby and they want to nurse some privacy. Or, you know, most importantly, a nice, clean, comfortable place to pump. And what we've created is amazing because it solves the problems for facilities, for airports, but it also is a really nice environment for letdown and just yes. feeling peaceful in a hectic environment. So um, Gene was so um, receptive of it, and he said, let's make it happen, even though it had never sort of happened before. You know, some airports, uh, San Francisco did have, do have some decent um, lactation rooms. Um, Gene also put in, with our help, a nursing mother's lounge where it's before security, where a lot of the employees of the airport oh, find fabulous. it more convenient. And um, and basically what sort of took so long from my breastfeeding journey to actually getting this done was the Affordable Care Act and, and essentially making a business case, you know, making a case for all these businesses and facilities to be compliant with the legislation that mandates if you are uh, an employer with more than 50 employees um, in that certain, you know, hourly class, which most, you know, airports and other facilities are, you have to do yes. this. Um, so it was like a no-brainer, and it sort of it, that was the tipping point to to make it actually happen and to be in such a progressive community like um, Burlington, Vermont, and having leadership like Jeans to to also just be welcoming to it. But has been really, really great for us. What year was it that you built this? So it was um, installed here in Burlington around Mother's Day. We put our nursing mother's lounge in last year, 2013. And in August of last year, 2013, the the lactation station went in. 
Okay, so it's been a little over a year. Uh, clearly, Jean is very enlightened, very able to understand that this is a need and responded to that. But I guess I would wonder, Jean, did you come up against any obstacles with anybody else at the airport? Did anybody else say, Jean, this is a nutty idea. We don't, why, why are we doing this? Did you encounter obstacles? Sure, there's always people like that, but we have a very, you know, amazing mayor here in Burlington, and uh, he gets it, and we have a lot of, we have a very supporting commission, and uh, it was an easy thing to sell. People in Burlington, uh, Vermont, seem to be, you know, they really, we very much care about the people that are visiting and that live here. And uh, you know, the best analogy I can get when it, this comes to my mind, and I know is, is that, you know, would you take a sandwich that someone gave you in a soft drink that came out of a bathroom? You know, and to me, it just sounds very disgusting. And our airport, <laughs> our bathrooms are very, very, very clean. But still, yes. it's what happens in those bathrooms. You exactly. just, they, don't, they don't belong to mix. And for right. us, it was an easy thing for us to do. What kind of obstacles or, or objections did people raise? Do you remember? Yeah, you know, is it's that the best use? I mean, really, people thought it was silly. And it's not, you oh. know, you had to educate people, you know, that the need. People don't, you don't, you don't see the mother's needs when they're in the pain, when the mothers are traveling. You don't see that. And when you hear about it, I hear about it because I read the letters. I talk to Sasha. I talk to people in the community. So it was more of educating people about the yeah. need of it. Uh, did people say that it would be cost prohibitive? Well, you know, everybody, there's always a pack of no's in everything. And what yeah. we try to do is find the yeses. And this was an easy yes. You know, you, you just have to get creative and look for the yes in the situation. And Sasha was the yes. And, uh, you know, this module is absolutely beautiful. I mean, when you yes. see it, it's used by yes. more than moms. Um, it's a, and to make it to make it affordable, we actually found a sponsor, um, a Vermont company that's dedicated to supporting breastfeeding uh, moms. Um, it's called Zutano, and they actually have really progressive bring your baby to work practices for the first oh. year, which is amazing. And they actually help sponsor um, the unit. So. It's a, a great place to be communicating your message because the moms who are in there are so happy <laughs> and so receptive. Um, so it was it, it makes total sense for the right partners um, for it to be sort of a messaging vehicle as well. Uh, I would so just like to point anybody. out that there is a website, and this is www.limerickinc.com. Um, and I will spell that. It's www.limericinc.com. And it gives a list. Now, albeit this was uh, copyrighted 2013, so it may be a little out of date, but it goes through tons and tons of airports here. And whether or not they have a designated lactation room, I thought it was especially interesting that some of them designated the room and they said yes, but in fact, their designated room is actually the family restroom, which of course is what Jeremy and Nina encountered. So I'm also thinking, Jean and Sasha, as you're talking, first First of all, it is beautiful. I looked on your website, and I would encourage people to go there and to take a look at it. 
because not only does it help breastfeeding mothers or mothers or just people, I suppose, but it also is very attractive, very beautiful. And Jean, I hear you saying that money should not be an object because somehow, even if you don't have the money, you can find the money. Do I hear you saying that? Loud and clear. And uh, okay. you know, if, if you're the director of any airport in this country, you know, there is plenty of advertising opportunities that Sasha met. You know, we obviously lined up with a wonderful you know, uh, sponsor, but they're, they're all over the place. And that's what airports do. They have opportunities for people to advertise, and this is what this can be used for. But it should not stop or prohibit from people from putting one in. Um, it makes all the sense in the world. And and I also have to tell you how important this is because, honestly, until I was preparing for this show, I did not know, and I've been in and out of Burlington, I did not know that that was the case. Of course, I'm a little dated here, but I think that everybody should know that Burlington and other airports have this, and then I think the rest of the folk need to jump on board. So, Jean, if you were in a different airport... um, what would you be asking the director who actually accomplished this? What's the one question that you think that other directors would really want to know? What is Sasha's website uh, address? <laughs> and what is Sasha's telephone number? Sasha, <laughs> take it away. <laughs> it's uh, it's m a m a v a dot com, and that's Mama Va, and that stands for Mamas on the Go, and it's about design solutions for moms on the go. And we'll be happy to help you. We have a number of scenarios to make it affordable. Um, as I said, helping um, facilities find sponsors um, and helping to find the best location for our lactation stations. And um, there's there's it's pretty easy. We can, you know, send this out into the world, and then it gets installed in about an hour and a half. We've done it in airports. We know all about the security issues. Uh, we are done it in um, college campuses, and we're trying to we're trying to do it all those places. You know, for the hotels, et cetera. There are so many places where breast pumping doesn't have to be something you dread when you're going back to work, which is already a stressful time. It can be a time when, if we solve this problem for moms. It is a, a time to look forward to a time when you can kind of meditate on your on your baby and you know produce more breast milk and be happy about what you're doing. Um, we really want it to to change the culture um, and and change people's attitudes about it. Put a big billboard up there. We have our logo, which is the smiling breasts that um, really say, "We support you, mom. You can you know have privacy here. You can pump here, and we're going to make it good for you." Wow, what a great, great story. Don't go away, any of you, and don't go away, you listeners, either, because when we come back in the next segment, I'm going to try to pull all of this information together for you. I'm Marie Biancuzzo with Born to be Breastfed. We'll be right back after this short break. New Angel manufactures environmentally friendly and hypoallergenic cotton products for breastfeeding mothers and their new angels. Feel the difference. Soft, absorbent, and breathable. Patented, patent-pending, and award-winning products designed by a certified lactation consultant. Look for New Angel biodegradable, disposable, and cotton washable nursing pads, natural cotton products, and other unique items. Made by mothers for mothers in the USA. By N-U-A-N-G-E-L for your new angel at www.newangel.com and www.amazon.com. 
Breastfeeding moms rely on the use of a breast pump for those times they are away from their little one. The most important aspect of pumping is having the correct flange. That's the part that comes in contact with mom. Only Pump and Pound offers a pump flange engineered to be more comfortable and more effective. That means more milk in less time. This revolutionary design can also reduce a mom's chance of getting plugged ducts, mastitis, or even tissue damage. Get a complete set of all sizes of Super Shield flanges and other pumping accessories at pumpandpal.com. You're listening to Born to be Breastfed. To reach Marie Biancuso or her guest on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to radio at borntobebreastfed.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Marie Biancuso with Born to be Breastfed, and I am just pulling together this show about airports where we heard from Jeremy and his wife, Nina Blackman, about their experiences trying to pump milk for their baby in an airport in LaGuardia, just outside of New York City, or in New York City, and also in Orlando. And then we heard kind of the other end of the story, which was from our guests, Jean Richards and Sasha Mayer, who were the first airport in Burlington, Vermont, to actually have a mother's room, a modular lactation station. I have been astonished at the number of things that I have run into while I've been preparing for this show. I'm thinking, for instance, of Lisa Rossi, who also tried to do what Nina did. And she said that she was looking for a place and she asked somebody if there was a room. And apparently the guy at the airport said, no. He said, well, there's a conference room, but those are $50. But you wouldn't want to pay $50 just to do that. And Lisa said, yes, I would, gladly. But interestingly, he offered her the women's bathroom. I know of a woman right here locally who was flying out of Dulles. I'm based right outside of Washington, D.C. And she was also told that she could pay $50 in order to accommodate what was, I think, a fairly simple need. If you go to the um, airport that Jean and Sasha are at, the uh, lactation station at Burlington International Airport. Just Google Burlington International Airport and you will see this totally functional but totally beautiful thing. Now, coming from me, that's a great compliment because beauty doesn't usually impress me. I'm a gal who wants function, not uh, not beauty, but in this case, it's got both. I'd also like to say that there are a number of issues that women have been Absolutely, this one woman said that she was humiliated, and uh, she was forced to pump in front of the security guys in order to prove that she really was going to use those bottles for pumping. Another TSA person told the mother that she had to have less than three ounces or it wouldn't uh, be allowed through security. So I just want to tell you here that TSA has actually reclassified human milk as a, quote, medical liquid, meaning that it no longer has to comply with the 311 rule. And I'm reading what I believe to be the uh, TSA 
rule, Jean, if I'm incorrect, please feel free to correct me, but this is what I've got. When carrying breast milk through security checkpoints, it is treated in the same manner as liquid medication. Parents flying with and without their child or children are permitted to bring breast milk in quantities greater than three ounces as long as it is presented for inspection at the security checkpoint. Jean, how were you able to train, and I'm sorry I'm ignorant here, but uh, who does the training of the TSA agents and how do they get the right information? Or the wrong yeah, information. The, the TSA is a completely different department as a government agency. Um, that they have their own training, their own requirement. Um, they're, they're very diligent about the training that they go through. Um, at least here at our airport, they're also extremely sensitive um, to the flying public's needs. And uh, I know they, they, it means a lot to them to get it right the first time. And many times uh, when situations like this happen, um, I would encourage folks, um, like the folks that are listening to, if you do run into a situation, uh, and if there's someone that doesn't understand, is to maybe ask for somebody, a female or a supervisor, to come and assist you. And typically, at least here, it works out pretty well for people. Okay. Uh, Jean, I don't know if you were able to hear what Nina related about her experience getting through security. Should she have done anything more or differently? It's very difficult to, once you're in that situation, to do thing, do anything any differently. Um, you're, once you're in the TSA line, um, it's, you're going to just hope that the folks that you're dealing with are well-trained and understand all the rules and regulations. Um, certainly, we have uh, spent a lot of time here in Burlington doing that. Our TSA is amazing. Wow. That's just fabulous. I'd love to share an anecdote about that, actually. Um, I travel to Burlington, obviously, all the time, uh, and I was taking out my computer to go through security, and there was a lactivated sticker with a mama mom <laughs> on my computer, and a woman who worked for TSA said to me, I have that sticker. I use the lactation station all the time. Oh. And as an employee, that gave me, you know, gave me goosebumps because that is the kind of mom we're trying to help. You know, she's on her feet all yes. day. She's, you know, serving the public and um, that enables her to be able to breastfeed her child. Um, that's also amazing. So it's, it's uh, not just about those travelers, it's about those employees of the airport. And um, that, that's just that's one of my favorite stories from this whole adventure. Oh, that is a fabulous, very heartwarming story. Jeremy and Nina, in the just less than one minute that we have left, what do you think that I could do in terms of helping other parents like you to have fewer of these kinds of issues that you've dealt with? What can I do to help? It sounds like spreading the word about what's going on up, up in Vermont. It sounds like um, uh, they're really leading leading the charge and uh, just spreading the word about that to other airports. Uh, I mean, even even as we were listening to that um, uh, segment, the last one, we were thinking, oh, maybe we should fly through through Burlington, find a reason to go there because uh, it sounded much easier. <laughs> ah, well. Um, (laughs) All I can say is I think that Jean and Sasha have done just a remarkable job of, in fact, as you said, leading that charge and making it more comfortable. I'm also thinking that there are probably a lot of Canadians that come through Burlington. Am I right, Jean? Yeah, about 30% of the folks, uh, the 650,000, are Canadian. Uh 
Yeah, and we've got a lot of listeners in Canada. So I'm hoping that all of those folks up in the Boston neighborhood or uh, Canada or wherever would be listening to this and really taking in all of the good things that you folks have done. I'd like to thank all of you. Thank you so much, Jean Richards, Director of Aviation at the Burlington International Airport. Thank you, Sasha Myers, creator of the Mamava. Thank you so much to... Jeremy and Nina Blackman for giving your time today and helping me to help others gain the awareness of how bad it can be as well as how good it can be. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. And meanwhile, as you know, folks, these shows always go way too fast. This hour is way too short. I'd like to thank those guests. I'd also like everyone to take a look at the website. We've got a brand new website. We actually have a word or two on it right now that we're trying to fix. We'd also like you to take a look at uh, the folks at Pump and Pal who offer a 100% guarantee and the folks at New Angel who are way beyond just breastfeeding but also for feeding for children, for pregnant mothers, and so forth. If you're a mother, please visit my website at borntobebreastfed.com. I'm going to try to put uh, some of the links on that we talked about today with the airports that do or do not have pumping rooms. If you're a professional, please visit my other website, which is breastfeedingoutlook.com. Remember that I'm your source for evidence-based practice and education on the web and sometimes in your city. I'm Marie Biancuto. I promise I'll help you to cut through the myths and clarify the facts about breastfeeding next Monday, same time, same channel. In the meanwhile, remember, your baby was born to be breastfed. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Born to be Breastfed. Please join Marie Biancuzo next Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. This week, do its best for you and your baby.